You're listening to The Deep End with Reagan and Audrey on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we are back at 93.7 The Ticket. I was going to give Reagan a shot, but, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe next n- next intro. She got next one, she intro. got one good yeah. one good try, and now she can reflect I'll, I'll yeah. and I'll think what was good, what was bad, or yeah. yeah, I can I can do it one time, and then Audrey can do it the rest of the time until she leaves, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then I'll okay. take over. I, I do enjoy it now that I get it. Uh, now that I got it down. So, uh, yeah, welcome back to the deep end. Um, I'm Audrey Coffee here with Reagan Hinsey and special guest Zach Peters yeah. on 937 The Ticket. We are streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, so you can watch us there. Or you can call us at the Honda of Lincoln hotline, which I'm not going to remember is 402 464 5685. And you can text us at the Sarder Hammond text line, which is the same number 402 464 5685. Oh, Reagan remembered it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. I, I need to go there, by the way. I forgot to tell you that. So. You, you wear Honda? Yeah. You need to go there? Oil light. Oh. Yeah, yeah you should probably get that. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So. Okay. I'll be well, calling that number tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Right? That- <laughs> just call it right now. Oh, wait. Then you call us. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Yeah. I, I thought that was funny. All right. Zach, you said you just came from the NCAA Men's Gymnastics Championships in yeah. Oklahoma. Good old Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. I watched, but I didn't have sound, so I don't really know how it how it all played out. So okay. can we get a recap? Of like Nebraska specifically? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I just want to first say like overall – phenomenal me crazy i mean like they, yeah. they killed it for just to put in perspective uh so i had i was on the team this year i had to retire due to injuries um so i was out this year uh our senior another senior who's a sixth year he got hurt before this meet um our, one of our pomo guys got hurt yeah we had six seven people out total which is a lot for really? a team. We, our, our team's only 21 guys with yeah. me um so we had seven guys out or six guys out due to injury so literally only 15 guys could, could compete so i mean it was it was bad and like most of them were like pretty good guys or everybody everybody were pretty good contributors so i just want to put that out before i even start talking but with all that being said uh yeah no they 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 crushed it uh day one um and i talked to both the coaches about this uh, this weekend mm-hmm. that was the single best performance that we've had in over 20 years wow now the showing of it may not necessarily reflect that because of both sessions on the first night we got third technically um but that's because other teams rested some guys did some easier routines just so they could rest for day two finals we did our we did the exact same routines pretty much the exact same lineups yeah but still either way that performance itself was our best performance talent score everything wise in the past 20 years wow so it was and they went 30 for 30 they hit every single routine no falls no falls oh my they had like two like weird things happen like Charlie, he I mean he covered it really well. Like he had no deductions, but he messed up his skill and so the start value got lowered and then again, few things here and there, but overall pretty much solid, perfect, good routines and then no falls. And then day two That like never happens, right? How rare is that? Well, see that's the thing, it should happen. <laughs> it should happen more often where you have no no falls. Um but yes, it is very hard to do regardless. I mean nerves come into yes. play. And then yeah, day two I understand. Day two, um <laughs> He's not gonna mind. Well, we we only had one fall again, and there were still probably a little more mess ups that day, or just like nerves and people just kind of being, you know, we're trying to yeah. win, uh, 
and we had one fall. It was last routine, and I am going to call him out only because it's very specific and why he did it. Um, it, it, was, it was Sam. Yeah. Um, he knew. So high bar was the last event. Yeah. And so he knew the exact score he needed to all American. And at this point, we were going to get fourth place no matter what, which is the place we got, which is awesome. We got a trophy. Yeah. Um, you know, that's insane. Fourth in the country made sick. They did a really good job. Um, but Sam knew that he needed a fourteen point, you know, zero six six, and he had all American. Oh, he's done that this season. And he has right, and that was like one of his like best routines. Yeah. And so he knew like he had to go. Everything had to be right on, perfect, stuck dismount, everything. And so when he went for it, and that's what caused him to fall. And I, I really do believe that, and because you, you, he doesn't necessarily fall on that skill very often either. And so he knew he had to go for it yeah. in order to get it. And I think that was the right move. And so, and even if it wasn't, it's okay. It's one fall. And this kid was doing five events for us. So, I mean, yeah. he, he pulled his weight 100%. He, so. he, competed, he, he competed all around, right? He did, yeah. So, yeah, Sam did all around. So, he did all six events, five were for the team, one was not. Um, but was either not, way, right? like, pommel, yeah. Yep. Um, and he actually killed that for him. So, that was awesome to watch. Um, but, yeah, so overall, like, Sam, this year, even in this weekend, I mean, he's been probably our biggest contributor to the team, in my opinion. I, you know, either him or Taylor. So that was really awesome to watch, and Sam killed it. Yeah. So, but either way, yeah, they got fourth place, and we only got two All Americans. Um, and I say only uh, because Stanford University uh, is causing God. lots of problems in the gymnastics reign. So yeah, having the fact that we even had two was great. Yeah, because they Stanford had the ability to have five All Americans on every single event. And for people who don't know what All American is in gymnastics, it's top eight per every event. Um, or all around at NCAA finals, and you get to put up five guys per event on top of an all rounder. And Stanford has the ability to go five or six on every single event, and they did that on two events. That's crazy. So, which takes away opportunity from anybody else, pretty That's much. Crazy. There's two spots. Like you would never see that in swimming and diving. No. Never. Like I mean, I mean pretty, it's a little different I mean, in terms of almost like any sport. Lineups, but yeah. That's how dominant Stanford is, and why you know getting fourth was kind of you know top like literally like we knew like second was the highest we were getting. And and everyone knew that. That was not a, like, man, you're being negative. No. That's just how dominant. And just to put that in perspective, they have national team members who did not compete last night. Senior national team oh. members. I didn't know that. Someone who's on, like, he's being paid by USAG right now. Ian Lasik-Ellis, phenomenal gymnast, phenomenal recruit coming out of high school. Uh, he made senior national team. They sent him on a, to a World Cup event where he got a medal. And he did not compete last night or two nights ago. That's insane. Because they are that stacked that they're like, hey, you're really good. And he is very clean, but not good enough to make top five on any event. And there were other national team guys who did nothing or did like one event. Whereas any other team they went to probably were doing all around. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. yeah. You know, that reminds me, like, relating it back to swimming, the Texas men, like, they oh actually. Oh, my goodness. Did Texas, Texas or Cal Texas won. Cal, Cal won, won this year. But in the past, like, <laughs> Texas has been super dominant. They go back and forth. And I think it was last year. You can only bring, I think maybe it's, like, 18 guys to NCAAs. And Texas, like, qualified, I think, maybe 20. So they had to cut people from their NCAA team because you can't bring that many. And those people would have been All-Americans, like, top 16. And potentially, like, yeah, top eight. like Yeah, potentially top eight. So well, imagine I mean, that. Like, you can't even compete yeah. at NCAAs. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, relay, like, um, diving-wise, I can think of – maybe one girl and one guy that like top eight all-american not honorable mention 
top eight All-American on all three boards. I can think of one girl and I can think of one guy. <laughs> and they both won Tower, which is ironic. Oh gosh. But like to think that there's a team that can do top five on every Oh, no, yeah, it's disgusting. Like, imagine, like, the top five. Imagine watching an entire finals of Texas girls or of yeah. Indiana girls. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, on, on rings and vault, they of the eight guys who are All-American, mm-hmm. five were from Stanford on each event. Pommel Horse, they had three or four. Floor, they had four. Uh, P-Bars, they only had three. High Bar, <laughs> they only had, I think, three again. All around, they only had one. Only had one all under that. Yeah, right? yeah. So, but, like, yeah, it's just, it's insane. And so... Again, I'm very proud of the guys, and they know that, that they did a great job. And the two All-Americans in fourth place goes a lot further than what just yeah. those act, just those accomplishments. A, with the injuries and everything, but also just because of how dominant Stanford is and what they're putting up on top of all the other teams that were yeah. there. I so. mean, I was watching, and I don't – like, High Bar was absolutely insane. Like, oh, there yeah. was stick after stick after oh, stick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is That's crazy. So but I think, I think the coolest part was just, like, watching the seniors that, like, they knew this was their last mm-hmm. event. And, like, you could see the emotion on their faces. Oh, yeah. Like, as when they were done, I can um, – Evan and Charlie. Like, Evan after Pommel, like, you could see. like. Oh, yeah. That was the so last routine. Of it. He was yeah. so proud of it. Well, I guess Charlie, that was uh, Evan's last routine, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, I saw, like, what was Charlie's vault? Yeah. He was so happy with that. And I, yeah. Like, you could, you could just tell. Like, there was – it was just, like, raw emotion. And I think that was, like, the coolest part of it all. Oh, yeah. It's so cool to see. Yeah. That oh. was a very fun weekend. That was like us the last day of Big Tens. Yeah. Uh, everyone was crying, me you, included. You know exactly when you're going to be done, and it's just, everyone else does too. Yeah, so got to go out with a bang. It oh, really yeah. hits you. Oh, That's, yeah. It, it was an emotional day. It was a good day, but it was an emotional okay, day, so, so I can imagine what they were feeling. So going off of that, I have a question for both of you. Okay. Did you, did you know that it was your last event ever? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pretend it was, because, Audrey, you do. You knew, you knew this was your last event. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you not put so much pressure on yourself? Because I feel like if I knew that, let's say zones my senior year was my last meet ever, like I'd put, I'd have so much pressure on myself to be like, oh my gosh, I have to go out with a bang, I have to do good. So like, how what goes through your head to make sure that you're just like, oh, I need to trust my training. Like I, I understand that like it might not work out the way that I want it to, but like in the end, like it has been a positive experience. Yeah, I guess. Um, you go first. No, I'll talk. Zach can kind of back me up on this, but my um, my last event was not a good race for me. I'm gonna be honest. You know, I added about I think 30 seconds. Like it, it was not the best. 30 race seconds for off me. your best time. Yes. Yes. Just not my okay. Best, okay, but. it's the time intervals off your best time are different. Like if you add like half a second in the 50, like that's a lot of time. Yeah. But if you add 30 seconds in the mile, that's not to your best time it's ever. Not, it's not necessarily a lot of time. Which it's and, not and as you were bad. still the highest placer on our team okay. on their team. Okay. I just want to clarify. It's I'm not. Man, you got a you got a hype man over here. I guess you know I'll keep <laughs> him around, but it was not the race I wanted. Okay. Yes. It was not the race I wanted. That that is fair. Um. And honestly, I don't know if I really did a good job of managing the pressure with that. I think it was a little, it was just, it was kind of surreal, I guess. Um, The only thing I can say is that I really focused on like, oh, this could be my last race ever. Like going through the warm up, like experiencing all of those, like getting ready for the race or getting ready for the event for the last time was really cool. I was like, because I didn't know, I, I had the chance of making NCAAs. I ended up not qualifying, but during the warm up, I'm like, oh, this could potentially be the last time I do these pace 50s. You still have to treat it like it. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Just in case. It, it was really cool. And I was just, I was swimming and, you know, looking up at the scoreboard, like warming up, you know, still doing a good job and preparing, but kind of just soaking in that feeling of, you know, there's the getting yourself ready for the race. Like that part's fun. You know, it's yeah. nerve wracking, but it's fun. It's like, I'm about to go do something big and important and, I got massaged by Amy for the last time and I love Amy and you know, she's, she always hyped me up before my races. So yeah, I think just soaking in like the moments before, because you know, Mm. you are not, you are probably not going to compete like that on a stage like that again, unless I don't know, maybe you unretire, but follow up question. Yes. How do you not let your emotions get the best of you before you're done competing? Because I feel like if I were in that situation, like, Tower's always the last day for girls. So I'd be doing my warm-up for Tower and be like, <laughs> this is my last event ever. Like, I don't, how, do, how did you compose yourself? I think I used to get very emotional about my swimming. It used to be everything that defined me. Um, you know, in club and high school, I would obsess over it. Yeah. You know, I feel like I've touched on this before. But I think once I got to college, I realized that that's not what defines me. I said, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try and kill everyone because I had this crappy end of my high school career. So I was fired up. But ultimately, I'm like, you know, you're you're Audrey, the person that loves to swim, not Audrey, the swimmer. Exactly. It's not worth getting worked up about. So, I mean, I would still get like kind of nervous and kind of I could feel myself being like in an excited state, like to swim and like ready for it. But it wasn't like up here mentally. I wasn't like, oh, I have to do well or else you know, this is it. Like I have to do great at this event, like this last event or this is it. Like it would be nice. It would have been nice, but I knew during the race, I was like, this is just not going to be it. So even during the race, which maybe not what I should have been thinking, but I was like, you weren't, you mean you weren't thinking about industry baby? I wish a little bit, a little (laughs) bit. Um, yeah, it's like, okay, this is the last time I compete because I I could tell during the race, it's a long race. You figure out if it's going badly or not when you're in it. So, all right. Yeah. So, so to, to talk to a fellow, I'm sorry, but more pressure situation sport. So that's mean. Oh my but, gosh! But sorry, before we start, okay. Um, I was talking to Sarah about this. Um, me and Sarah are the only two divers at the moment. So I was talking to Sarah about this, and I was like, I would love the environment to be like a men's gym meet, where it's just <laughs> absolutely crazy. Instead just of Reagan 305C, beep silence. Like, I, I don't know, like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how it is for you, but like, it feels like when it's complete silence, like I'm alone with my thoughts and it's like, okay, yeah. you can mess everything up here. Yeah, but yeah. like, if your teammates are cheering you on as you're like running down the vault or you're just like, I think it could be interesting. I don't know. Now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. No, no. Sorry, no, no, that's interesting thought. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the other side, so I did not know, obviously. Um, and yes. Uh, of two tangents. One, yeah, my last ever, well, yeah, routine, college or anything, uh, I, I fell. Like, again, I did not know that was going to be it. Um, so speaking on that, though, like, I don't think about it that much. And maybe I have a different mindset because I'm a very positive person. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you have the best routine of your life or you're All-American or you, even your national champion versus that does not define your entire career. It just doesn't. Yeah. You could be the best, I mean, Let's just say Kayla Decky, like she next Olympic Games, she doesn't win any medals. Will that suck? Sure, because she's a phenomenal athlete and she's done so much. But yeah, that's what I'd say. Like when she retires, it's not like they're not just gonna forget about all the medals and everything she's done before that. It's an entire career. So there's that aspect. Um, 
But I think with like again, I'm gonna stick with our sports, maybe other different pressure sports. But I think because of the of what you're about to do, it just hypes you up that much more. Because you can maybe have like a, a decent dive, be like, oh okay, cool. Yeah. But you might as well go out with a bang. And you might as well go for it. And if it doesn't end up well, and if you end up messing up, it's like, I tried. Yeah, you tried your Versus hardest. like, let, let's say you get like sixes, which is decent. Yeah. Okay. It's nothing to, it's neither, right? Yeah. It's lukewarm. Yeah. Versus you, you go for that die that's going to get you like eights or higher, nines. And yeah. You're like, it, it's like, it's like, okay, if you're in finals on, if you're in finals at an event, yep. you can change your dive on the board. Yeah. So let's say like um, Steele Johnson did this um, okay. his senior year of college um, to win on three meter, I think. Um, and he was his last dive was I don't know if it was his last dive, but one of his dives was front three and a half pike. Yeah. And he needed nines on a front four and a half to win. <laughs> and so on the board, he raised his hand and he was like, I'd like to change my dive to one oh nine C, which is front four and a half. Tuck. Oh. And he got so nines and nines and a halves. Yep. And he got it. So it's just like no, no. It's very. Like, I mean, might as well do yes. show people what you can do. It goes back to Sam. He, he has two more years. He's gonna take his COVID year too. Hopefully, he's fine with me telling, saying that too. <laughs> I'm just calling out Sam and Ton. You know, that's a good thing. But like, he knew that like that 14 was gonna be hard to get. Yeah. And so he went for it. If yeah. he didn't go for it, he wasn't getting that score. So if he didn't do what is it, the three releases in a row? Yes. If and he so, didn't do that, he couldn't get a 14. Well, because he knew he had to set it up well enough. He could have caught that. You know, but he knew that he had to have a really good breakout tap in order to connect it with the next one. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it was really close. So, again, yes, go out there and do your best, and that's all people can ask of you. So. Awesome. I love how you both talked about how, like, one moment you, – you, Zach talked about how one moment doesn't define your career, but Audrey talked about how one the sport doesn't define you as a person. Yeah, neither. They're yeah. both true. It doesn't. All right. Much so. more life. All right. With with that, we are going to throw it to break on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 